0: Talk Brunch. Served hot. I'm a savage, I'm a fighter. Making noise in the streets. Haymakers like
1: a Talk Brunch live. Throwing hooks to a beat. Rick Darrow here, Captain okay, Brunch. Pulse, Rick co-host, Mr. Destin Soblow Frazier. They say if you listen carefully, you can still hear the sound. Oh man So it is now September 27th And it's late at night because we just finished Clash of Champions Actually earlier than usual And uh yeah, interesting show we had here This will officially count this episode 410 And how nice it is that these pay-per-views keep coming back to back to back
2: all what I, this is this is what i've been dreaming for for years just weekend after weekend after weekend of pay-per-views
1: its fantasies come true
2: remember what i not i some of these fuckers for two or three months now we're seeing them every two or three weeks
1: mm-hmm. yeah so thank you for joining us for this post show to wwe clash of champions gold rush 2020 uh, shout out to everybody across the chat room which shot me out at the end of the show of course and those of you listening on itunes stitcher tune in iHeartRadio, soundcloud over at com, as well as live on twitch tv and even facebook so what do you think overall
2: uh, interesting turn of events in some cases uh some stuff i didn't quite see coming so not even necessarily in the world of results as much as, like, certain things that happen in certain matches. And then, of course, the news breaking earlier today of some of the changes to the card.
1: Yeah, that's pretty crazy. It was
2: um, it was all over the place.
1: <laughs> so I see doubles of people in the, uh, the Thunderdome. Like, sometimes you see two of the same person kind of like in the video I game. I
2: was wondering was I the only one seeing that.
1: I'm I'm seeing doubles of people. How weird is that, right? Like I I saw two of the same kid and they were doing the exact same motion like in different parts on the screen. You catch it a couple <laughs> of times. Right? That's uh that's very special. But yeah, aside from that we didn't see anything bad, like nothing negative like in the past ones. You know, remember in the old yeah. in the uh back in the day, I say like if it was a long time ago, but the old Thunderdome, there was some bad experiences there. Oh my and god. Maybe they're... Watching and sometimes if they run out of people, they put doubles out there and don't think that you'll notice. It's the only thing that I mm-hmm. can think of that would make any sense, right?
2: I mean, it's not a terrible idea, it's just because that's not something that's something where you gotta really, really be looking at, looking at to notice. But
1: yeah, uh, so overall, it was interesting. Uh, we started off with a kickoff, as always, which is where we find yeah. out the announcement officially that Nia Jax, Nikki Cross, and Shayna Baszler will not be cleared. They're all they say is that they are not medically clear to compete. And to be completely honest with you, when that makes it even seem more strange, ambiguous and shady, the people who that are okay.
2: Let's be real. That like, makes it even more clear of why they're not there.
1: Like to just drop a sentence like that in the middle of a pay-per-view and then just move along is uncharacteristic of the way they usually give people information. Even when they're doing it publicly to shame them with like, 30-day wellness policies and violations. It's uncharacteristic for them to just drop an obscure sentence like that and then move along and just leave it up to our interpretation of what it is, which I I guess, you know, I don't know. The only other way to handle it will be the way everyone else is doing it, where really the other companies just kind of say exactly what's happening. And that's that. They talk about it very candidly, you know?
2: It's kind of like, tell it how it is. We all know. (laughs) Because, I mean, we talked about the whole thing with, like, the outbreak in NXT. All I'm saying is Shayna Baszler, I mean, oh, Nikki Cross, married to Killian Dane in NXT. Shayna Baszler, f- roommate with Jessamine Duke, who's still technically in NXT. Nia Jax, tag partners with Shayna Baszler. It's not like we don't put these things together.
1: Yeah. Well, we talked about that, like, what well, people yeah. go missing. That's how you, the only way that you really know that, like, anything's happened at all. But...
2: It would just be, like, it would be just so much of a better look to just come out with it because at that point the way they pull the way they throw it tonight is just like oh like we don't know like
1: yeah exactly like I said it does get on my nerves um, where they leave it and it's an important storyline too so you know you may as well yeah. tell people like
2: as two title matches this next
1: yeah like act like you're aware of what's going on don't just pretend that it isn't there. it's a really big elephant in the room and. It's disappointing because that affects two matches, you know, and two matches they were building to. And it might change some of our predictions, which was, uh, uh, like I said, it
2: it, it altered a few things for sure. Yeah. I mean, one of the prime examples, the kickoff match was originally supposed to be Asuka and Selena. That got moved up to the main card and we kicked it off actually with the SmackDown tag titles, uh, Lucha House Party versus Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura.
1: Yeah, they became the kickoff which was very interesting. Well, not really the kickoffs, but, uh, yeah, they really did become the kickoff. We yeah, were talking were about that in the kickoff You know, we were talking on the chat about how, uh, we thought, we remember Monday we said that we thought this team might break up. And now we were wondering if it was going to happen on a kickoff, which apparently it didn't. But that being said, uh, 72% of you saw Cesaro and Nakamura going over. 14% of you saw the Lucha House party going over. 13% of you thought this would be DQ and no contest. It's funny that anyone saw the Lucha House Party going over in this.
2: Right. This, is, this isn't this is a serious tag team. This is a cool cartoony thing that's on the road to a breakup versus two of the most physically imposing wrestlers on the whole roster who are jailing like all hell. But I mean, it was business as usual because uh, Cesaro and Nakamura go over with that combination of the giant swing into uh, the Kinshasa.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like that move. Yeah, but it's a shame because, I like I told you before, I couldn't think of a better way to end Lucha House Party. Like, they lived, like, they di- they died how they lived in kickoff shows. <laughs> you know, that would have been, would have been a really...
2: fitting ending for that quality
1: of a team. Yeah, that would have been fantastic. But overall, I mean, it was what you would expect from a match. I have no idea why they want to break these guys up unless they want to have some sort of an interesting feud. And I don't know if you want to give them that much credit where it's like, hey, we have, like, big plans for them separately. And this is the reason why we need all of this to happen.
2: Yeah, fucking everybody's going to be on the pre-show at 205 Live. Like, that's about the most interesting I could think plenty of, of them right now.
1: Yeah, 205 Live truly got lost in the shuffle. I'll tell you that much. I forget that show exists. Yeah, it pops up sometimes, uh, on my news feed. Like, yeah, I totally you know, the, the
2: only The only reason I even remember it exists is, uh, when YouTube uploads clips.
1: Yeah, and they have some interesting talent on there, you know? Like, there's, yeah. no, there's no question about that whatsoever. You know? But, uh, yeah, I don't mind these guys. What were your thoughts overall on this match?
2: Uh, it was a really good match. It was actually, um, it was all over the place, first of all. I loved, uh, one thing I did, like, that the Lucha House Party did. It was near the end of the match. It was a weird, like, almost unicorn stampede, the New Day's old move I deal, where Lindsay went for, I believe it was just a regular moonsault, tagged in Kalista. No, it was actually like Kalista went for a regular moonsault, tagged in lindsay he went for a middle rope moonsault and then he tagged in kalisto and kalito hit a top rope moonsault
1: yeah yeah they have really cool sequences and stuff they're very Chikara esque at times you ever seen Chikara yeah. matches where they have all kinds of crazy sequences oh. and stuff like that going on there you know but there is a brutality here and i know you don't like the way that they push them where they don't really make them like serious like they're not like the lucha yeah. brothers where it's like this is more like the friendly happy kind of lucha which is i guess see, how... see, the,
2: the, like <laughs> these are the kind of lucha luchadors that would be at eddie king stable and make sense because they're not there to be taken seriously. Like, yeah. I guess, whereas I have I my boys who are freaking assassins over in AEW. But these guys, like...
1: Yeah, they're poor Trae. It, it would
2: have been really weird for them to win versus such a... This actually, what we're seeing on the screen, was actually really cool. Cesaro uh, countering, originally countering that Tornado DT of to the outside. But Lindsay suicide-dived into Kalisto's legs and got him in the rotation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, like like really cool stuff that they have in synchronization with one another. Got to give them a lot of credit. It's
2: unfortunate that, that, like, all they have, all that, and it's like the team's not built to be taken seriously.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, crazy stuff going on there. Uh, Interesting match. I guess they're gonna break up the Lucha House Party at some other point because either they teased for it and then they decided that they don't know what the hell they're gonna do, or I'm not exactly sure what happened. Yeah, it's.
2: it's, I have no idea where this is going, when it's gonna end, but it's like i don't even know what's next like are they all three gonna feud against each other because it's like is Kalisto just gonna break out on his own like
1: and become what in this in this <laughs> exactly you know they should have just have them fight right there and then and take care of it
2: all right and get it over with
1: mm-hmm. also we didn't talk about this before we get into the next match but in the kickoff show you had r-truth who was uh I, the 24-7 championship is somehow like a thing during this. And he shows up because it's a gold rush, right? You saw that he was wearing, like, the beard. and yeah. he became, What was he, like, a gold miner or something?
2: Yeah, he was, like, a prospector or something. <laughs> the gold rush. <ride. laughs> Almost like flipping some drumettes, man. You know what I'm saying? Some wings. You know what I'm saying? Right. Flipping the gold. You know what I'm saying? Put the, water, the gold in the water. Wait a minute. Let's
0: pan it for gold, man. Let's not... Pan, flipping for gold, panning for gold. What are you talking about?
2: I got a big pan, book. I
0: got a big, I got pan, a big pan, pan, book. Dumbest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. That's a bowl.
2: Close to it, J.D.L.
0: So what exactly is going on here? What are you doing here tonight with this?
2: It's the pay-per-view, is, it's,
1: it's gold rush. You know what I'm saying? It's gold here. You know what I'm saying? I got truth gold here. i got gold, no. gold here. Even two over no, the top. I think you missed the point of what tonight that.
0: is about. <laughs> you know? Every match tonight is a title match. And he usual I think you should be a little careful like because right now you're thing.
1: flaunting this thing around like no one's going to come after you.
0: Why the hell you got them suspenders on? <laughs> what I got, is I got, that all about? Have you seen the ninjas? I got to feel it. I got to be it. I got to become it. You know what I'm saying? I want to get the gold, man. Where'd I got you to get that hair? <laughs> well, My gosh! I got to do it. You know what I'm saying? I want the gold. Have you
1: Have you recovered from the fear you had Monday night? I know you thought you were. Never I think
0: gonna... it might have. Like I think you actually did get bit by the shark, and we just didn't realize. Yeah, you it. were no.
1: scared. You were never going to see your baby again. Man, I was I was scared to the highest of scarestivity.
2: You know what I'm saying? Like I was scared, scared to scared scared for... the highest of what? <laughs> scarestivity. I love the genuine confusion on JBL's face. Like, what the fuck is going on? Sometimes I don't know if it's acting with him. Sometimes I genuinely don't think he has a clue what's going on. Like, the fuck is he? Oh,
1: that is great. Truth is awesome. <laughs> what was the next match? I believe it was the Intercontinental Triple Threat what was this? This had a really ridiculous. It was the triple threat. Oh, because okay, so basically take they all. kicked it off
2: with the uh, three way ladder match for now to claim the undisputed intercontinental title. So right. they basically WrestleMania attend us.
1: Yeah, but it's funny that it has such a long the intercontinental triple title triple threat winner take all ladder match, they and they they needed to add match, winner like. take all to make it sound larger than life. And the whole reason why they're doing that is uh because it's the two titles up there, right?
2: Yeah, it was basically they literally did the exact same thing with uh Razor and Sean where Sammy came back and brought the original IC title and then they had that new one they had to make while he was gone. So they pretty much hung them both up there. So it's like uh, it was I don't know, yeah, the winner take all thing you could have just said undisputed oh, intercontinental championship and just left it at that. But no, we gotta make it fancy.
1: Yeah, I gotta say, um, between smackdown i think this was a bad idea to go home show for this pay-per-view on smackdown they decided for no reason whatsoever to have the three of these guys have a triple threat match that wasn't a ladder match with the only difference being that it wasn't a ladder match and that alone kind of put me off because it was like why would we we should keep these guys away from each other don't give me almost a match just to have the match i guess yeah and it wasn't good like on, on smackdown it was just it was just like a dry match they didn't really do anything special and I have to say, I feel like it kind of was the same here where don't get me wrong. I like the ladder bumps and everything that they took, but there really wasn't much in between that. Like when you really look at it, there were even times it was just like literally just setting up the next thing, you know, like, all right, that spot happened. Everyone's laid out. Now I'll walk over here and grab this ladder and slide it in position here and do that. And we'll set up and do it. Boom, boom. That spot happens. Now we're all on the ground. All right my turn to get up. I'm going to go over here and grab this. Like it literally felt like there were points where there wasn't even any wrestling going on in between. And it's weird when you have that with Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles and Sami Zayn, where they did little stuff here and there, but maybe I'm just being, uh, you know, maybe I'm just having higher expectations, but I just kind of thought I was going to get more wrestling out of a feud with these three guys, not just a whole bunch of different ladder stuff going on.
2: Yeah. This one, even for a ladder match, it went unusually from, you unusually quick between ladder spot to ladder spot to ladder spot, which I've seen ladder matches where there's been a thousand of them, but it wasn't literally one into the other into the other into the other. There was something in between. This one didn't feel like there was much as much in between.
1: Right, and that's sort of what was disappointing. As, and
2: and then on top of that, having them touch before the pay per view is just like okay, so you just gave us the pay per view without the ladders. Like,
1: yeah, exactly. And um
2: it'd be, be like doing the Royal Rumble and then having a thirty person battle royale the week before, like what?
1: And I'm not saying don't do all the ladder stuff, but it's just that I've seen better stuff with these guys that have had ladders. Fill the gaps. Like yeah, exactly. Fill the gaps is exactly what I mean. It just felt like there was very little in between any of this that was going on. And it's like it almost desensitized me from the ladders after a while, where it was still cool to see the bumps, but it just didn't feel like it had the pacing of a match.
2: You were just waiting for the next one at that point. Like not even trying to see what happens in between them.
1: Yeah. And uh, so 63% of you felt Jeff Hardy would retain here. 25% of you thought AJ would go over. And 13% of you thought it would be Sami Zayn. So Zayn handcuffs AJ to the, essentially to the middle of the ladder because of. Yeah,
2: he pretty much grabs his hand because they were actually handcuffed together
1: yeah basically and you know handcuffs are coming up too often in ladder matches just i just wanted to throw that in there yeah. but uh he cuffs jeff's ear to the ladder um and which i'm also kind of tired of of people doing gross shit with jeff's ear too so there's two things i don't really like did though, it for like
2: 90 percent of their views the last time around
1: two things that i think are happening too often both happened at the same time people fucking with jeff's ears and handcuffs being incorporated into a ladder match and there we go they literally would have, i would have never imagined they literally combined the two here so you have jeff <laughs> jeff ear hand, handcuffed to a to a ladder and uh there's a point where aj is essentially suplexing Zayn, but there was obviously some sort of trickery that was going on here because they he gave him like a moment which I found weird right away because he sort of has them like in, in like the hole just before they're about to do the spot. But he looks around at the crowd meanly, even though they're all boxes. And then I guess that's at the point where uh, Zane must have handcuffed AJ.
2: Which when he was doing that in my head, I'm sorry. I don't know if you, I don't know if you thought this too, but when he held him in that super, I was like, wait a minute. Is he going bloody Sunday right now? Because like, <laughs> he was, like, Why are you I pausing? He was he either bracing for like a really did. cool
1: spot or he was stalling for something. And then like you heard something like, happen. So I was like, yeah, he must have needed to give him a minute to, to do the little handcuff trick there. Which, uh, yeah, that's that, uh, pretty much how that, that leads name. into the, f- the finish because he yeah. winds up having the key, which is funny how the commentary is shocked. Cole is like, he has the key. And it's like they're his handcuffs. He has, the key. He has the key on him. It's in his mouth. Who would have thought that this guy has the key to his own handcuffs on him in his mouth? And it was it was just weird that there was such a shock to him having the key to handcuffs that he brought with him. And uh,
2: he wouldn't think that far. So when but I made, like I like specifically the way he handcuffed him because he didn't just like boom handcuffs to the side of the ladder. He dragged his arm in between the rungs. Yeah, and like hooked him to the hooked him to the inside.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, uh, basically, AJ stuck there, like, in the, mid- in the middle rung, you could say, of the ladder, and, uh, Jeff's ears tied to the other one, and he just kind of climbs up for the win. Uh, <laughs> Jeff got
2: in the ring with the ladder. Oh, yeah, just time. climbing
1: in the ring with, with, a, with a ladder earring, you know, oh. as weird as At this moment, is. At that moment, I
2: was like, can we just have Jeff win, just for the visual?
1: Yeah, Jeff got his ass kicked in here, not for nothing. There was the, uh... That, what was that spot that they did? It was they, like, they did, did his own shit on him, the poetry in motion, um, style move, and then the halluva kick. Yeah. He, you know, <laughs> over the barricade. And, uh.
2: Yo, he halluva kicked the shit out of Jeff.
1: And what about him climbing up the ladder, and then he kind of climbed down the opposite side of the ladder, like the other way, almost. It's weird to describe, cause I've never saw or imagined a human being trying this. But he climbs up the rungs of the ladder, and when he gets to the top, he then kind of crawls down the other side of the ladder. And this was kind of weird because it didn't turn. Like, it kind of fell over, right? Like, he almost got cut in half by the damn ladder. Oh, and dude, he, it's hard he, to describe this spot.
2: He almost he hit that ladder in so many different ways, and not one of them would have been good.
1: Yeah, He took this nasty bump where he gets crushed between the ladder and the ring apron, essentially, on the yeah. way down. Yeah. Of
2: course, because it's Jeff Hardy in a ladder match He has to go for the signature uh, That's Swanton Off of the top of a ladder Through Sami Zayn, through a ladder And Zayn ate every bit of that Swanton
1: Yes, this wasn't like one of those Pretty graceful ones where he glides over you gracefully. <laughs> you know
2: He fucking
1: <laughs> You know, this was Look at this here
0: Jeff Hardy is gonna do whatever the hell it takes to be crowned to retain his Intercontinental Championship. Jeff, get down from there! Jeff Hardy on the top of the ladder!
2: Remind you of on he the is top 43. of the Thunderdome!
0: Hardy with a oh, 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 oh. Through, Zane,
2: through the ladder!
0: To the floor! How the hell are these men alive?
2: I don't know if they are home. Of those ones. That
1: is freaking rough.
2: It wasn't even one of those ones kind of like how Seamus called that in WrestleMania where he just clipped him with his legs, or like Bubba did back in uh, I think it was summers, I think it was actually um WrestleMania, where he kind of skimmed off him. He literally center of the back straight through Sammy's stomach.
1: That is oh. mess. that is just oh <sighs> like even seeing it there was worse than I remembered. He came down full weight on him. But the then whack.
2: again, if anybody's taking a on like that, Sammy's the one to do it.
1: <laughs> Screw that, man. He came down like a God. brick.
2: That was the nastiest one I've ever seen from him doing that spot.
1: Yeah, that was pretty rough. So, uh, yeah, that's what winds up happening in this match. So, yeah, there's still some stuff that looks cool and everything. I just thought I would have liked to have a match. And also, I don't like the fact that they're now piping in this is awesome, Chance. Yeah.
2: Like yeah. we know, we can't hear them that well.
1: It's weird because I felt like during the "This Is Awesome" chance, there were there were videos of people clapping along to it, which is like, I don't know were they, were they really. I don't think they were actually doing "This Is Awesome." They, 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 you know, they had to cue that. Yeah, they had to do something, right? Like, there's no. They had to be like, hey, you clap the rhythm." Yeah, exactly. Because I was like, "Where did that come from?" So they gave that Sami Zayn some sort of a post interview here that they put on social media. Let's take a look and see what we got
2: congratulations Sami Zayn! you are now the undisputed intercontinental champion how does
0: it feel to prove what you've been proclaiming this entire time i let's let's just be clear on something to me i never had anything to prove i was always the intercontinental champion for the simple fact that i never lost it how could you not be the champion if you never lost it and so to me this isn't a victory for me it's not it's not it's just god i'm I'm almost floating it's it's like tantric it's just justice you know justice in an unjust world this isn't this isn't about just me winning this and like yeah now i don't have to listen to jeff hardy run his mouth calling himself the champion the fraud that he is or aj styles that scab winning that scab tournament no shame calling himself the underground champion at least now yes i will admit from a selfish you know ego driven point of view it'll be nice to not have to hear that anymore but that's not that's not what this is about. This is about justice in an unjust world. One champion, undisputed, intercontinental champion, a true man of all the continents, Sami Zayn, the great liberator. Spread this message far and wide. One champion for all the continents, <laughs> Sami Zayn.
1: <laughs> he sounds really into that, right? I'd vote for him. <laughs> vote Sami Zayn. He
2: could probably remeasure, He could probably Remember his Pledge of Allegiance? Oh, shit.
1: Yeah, he's such a perfect asshole. (laughs)
2: He is. He does it so well, it's upsetting.
1: Yeah, that is something else. So what were your thoughts overall here, aside from obviously the spot fest that this was?
2: Uh, I mean, it was what you expected from a ladder match. A lot of painful looking shit. When it came to the stuff that was done to Sammy, I've seen him take worse. But I mean, it, it was cool. It was actually really cool. There was some stuff I'd never even seen done with Lads before. Like we mentioned that weird spot where Jeff got tipped over. Uh, Jeff Damner got cut in half like six or seven times. But yeah, the match was all over the place. Uh, I did enjoy it. And I'm glad that they're keeping this thing going with Zane, Because that was kind of my worry that it's like he had that Intercontinental title run. Then he left. And then that would have just been it. So
1: I like that he also was able to clarify that, uh, when, 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 uh, what was it, Charlie Caruso was celebrating and basically telling him, you know, how does it feel to win the title? He said, No, 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 retain. I never lost this title. Like, he, still, <laughs> he, he still stood with it, like, even to the very end, you know.
2: That oh, dude is great.
1: Yeah, really good job with him. But I'm also surprised that they let Jeff's uh run that we were talking about go so easily, you know.
2: Yeah. But then again, I guess with as long as Jeff's been around, I think he's almost at the point in his career where he doesn't need the longer title runs. Yeah, and it has yeah, been a while just since he's even won the Intercontinental title too. So,
1: Yeah. Or maybe they're moving him on to bigger and better things. He does. Ha- he did have a new contract. He must have, I'm assuming he got a sweet negotiation <laughs> out of it, right?
2: Yeah. It's probably something coming for him. So,
1: mm-hmm. so in between all of this, which I'm not going to spend too much time on, Drew Gulak winds up covering truth for the 24 seven title. Uh,
2: because you know, there's a ref room
1: and now he talks to little jimmy again when did that start happening did i miss that like when did little just, jimmy like literally just this? a
2: lot when, when he was at the beach and they killed off tozawa that was the first time it happened again so.
1: was it the trauma of tozawa's death to a shark that made little jimmy return
2: yeah oh, little jimmy was there before he got eaten oh,
1: or even they didn't even do a good story like that right it's just like <laughs> no, just, they just brought him back just, it was just fucking jimmy just-
0: <laughs> you know what you just made the list oh no oh here we go <laughs>
1: Thank sure. you, thank you, Seva. Over, over Facebook. thank you, thank you very much. So, uh anyway, Drew Gulak has it there at the moment. see we'll like, like ten
2: there. minutes, and then it gets rolled up, and boom, it's gone.
1: Yeah, that's it. You know what? Thank you for because I don't want to revisit it. Actually, better. I oh the yeah, I, I made it. sure to
2: nip that in the bud quick because this was like this happened after like two matches.
1: Yeah, done out of there. Now, uh, the Royal Women's Title match, which was supposed to be the kickoff, which was unusually enough, now moved to the main card, which is Asuka defending her Women's Championship against Zelina Vega, with forty-five percent for Asuka, forty-five percent for Zelina, and ten uh, percent for DQ, no contest. With the finish being Asuka lock, and then yeah, afterwards,
2: not just uh, not just mm-hmm. straight into it because at one point, um, I guess Selena, um, Asuka went for a, it. Looked like she went for some kind of a slam. Zelina rolled her into a victory roll. Oscar kicked out, but when Oscar kicked out, she went into what's known as a high angle prawn hold. And when Oscar kicked out, what she did differently was she threw her forward so she could lock into the off lock and then tap her out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really cool ending sequence.
1: Huh? Yeah, yeah, very cool stuff.
2: Zelina um, did really good.
1: Yeah, you know, she, bro- like- she
2: broke out stuff I haven't seen her do before.
1: You know what? I would appreciate it if commentary would stop talking about how she's inexperienced and stuff when she's not inexperienced. Like, they try to make it only canon. That's another thing that makes me annoyed with WWE. They do that canon bullshit where it's like, I guess it's only canon if it happened in their world.
0: FINAL
2: FLASH!
1: Okay, uh, thank you, Jose Albus Hernandez, for the like. That scared the literal hell out of me.
2: Right? This <laughs> has been so long we've had
1: one of those... I thought but, that you, uh, you really needed to protest the. Uh... Trip, you know what? Wow, what you just made so nice the on? list. Thank
2: you. Oh, no. Oh, here uh, we go. Garcian.
1: Forgive me, Pepper. RDR Garcian?
2: Garcian. I think if we pronounce that right, forgive us. But yeah, this um, that's so annoying because we've seen her wrestle before. We don't usually see much of it, but this girl has experience. Mm hmm. Like chances are, like, like we're just gonna nip this in the bud real quick, people. If WWE tells you somebody, somebody tells you that somebody's experienced, look them up because chances are they're not. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, no, they do that. I don't know what what their whole method is for all uh, for wanting. They to don't do think that kind of they're
2: still in the world where they're the only thing that exists.
1: Yeah, I have no idea. <sighs> Headaches, man. Headaches with the uh, with the way that they book things. But what are you gonna do, right? So overall mm-hmm. thoughts here.
2: I mean, it was a really good, it was a good match. It was, um, like I said, it was more of, of Zelina's abilities that I've seen in a long time. The girl did very good. Um, I like at the end of the match, how Oscar could basically compare to her a firecracker. She's small, but she's explosive. Mm-hmm. And, and then he, she.
1: Yeah. Then, you know what happened there, which I thought was very interesting. Oscar goes to shake Zelina's hand, but Zelina says no. And she bows instead which it caught me I thought it was going to be like the humble bow, like oh, they're doing like you know, sort of like an r h thing, but it was a trick because when Oscar bows back, she went up attacking her, right?
2: It was a trick,
1: yeah, they' so glad they're gonna keep the feud going, she's screaming, it's not over, and stuff, and Oscar's really mad.
2: I love that when Oscar gets really angry, doesn't does not a lick of English in her promos.
1: yeah, she seems which pissed that makes off. her feel
2: more natural,
1: yeah, and you're right, good looking matches Lena really held her own, and uh. Yeah we talked about Vince liking A.J. Lee type girls and how like they get pushes out of nowhere. I was thinking the other day after we mentioned that Lena actually played A.J. Lee. In the yeah, you know, in, all, like, in like, fight with my family. You know, sorry, I mean, that's probably, this is the daughter, you are the daughter that I that I wish I still had. <laughs> you know? Um, I did love that rolling kick to the face sequence that she did, where she's like, That right, was know. actually cool. She rolls out of her back into uh, into that, and I thought that was really solid. Yeah, She gave Oscar a run in this one. Mm-hmm. And yes, keep this feud going. If they have nothing better, and they're not going to push Mickey James, which clearly they've made up their mind that they're not going to do that, do something else. You know?
2: Yeah. Keep. Yeah. This this feud has the fuel now to keep rolling for a little bit.
1: Yeah. And yeah, like I said, very aggressive, very good looking, and uh, very solid stuff from both people in this. And they just have to, like you said before, just focus more on letting them work these kind of matches as opposed to letting it be the way it was before where they're just pushing one person at a time and they're not really giving anybody else the spotlight. And like she talked about in the interview on Monday, uh, with everyone being gone, off doing other things, there was just like a slot that needed to be filled. Which um, Exactly. Which for some reason they don't seem to want to fill, even though there's opportunities here to have great matches. Mm-hmm. Do do Because you filling
2: involves effort.
1: You know, when I look at... uh. For example, the girls that have left or that are on their way we're hanging or arrive on our route or Kyrie Sane who's gone, you know, think of the matches we could have had with the people that they've had here, like Mickey James and even Zelina, who for some reason was a manager this whole time. Uh, isn't that kind of baffling to you? Like it literally yeah, took then... for a part of the world to end for them to say, you know what, we we should use some of these people the way that they were meant to be used. There's a kick I was talking about, by the way, that rolling kick. Yeah. But uh
2: very nice transition. It's not as fast as the garganos, but it still it still looked really natural.
1: Yeah. No, really solid stuff yeah, from this, both of them.
2: Yeah, girl did good.
1: Mm-hmm. That's someone who would have worked better in AEW because now they're focusing on the uh, on the Mexican women, but not by choice.
2: Yeah, well hey, as long as they focus on something
1: shit, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I ain't complaining. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So uh after that we had uh the United States title match which was Bobby Lashley defending against Apollo Crews. Beatdown clan, right? The Hurt Crew. The Hurt Business.
2: Damn boys, no (laughs) folks.
1: Yeah, the Hurt Business in their suits. which uh, With
2: no Cedric, which was interesting.
1: No Cedric, and I thought the whole reason-
2: Don't tell me Cedric sprained his
1: ankle too. Don't tell me he got the vid. I didn't even think about that. You know, it's funny because you just reminded me. I forgot all about him. But when I didn't see Cedric, I figured it was because Ricochet was at ringside. And what was going to happen was Cedric was going to pop up somewhere and, and fuck with them. And he just never did, huh? Yeah. I... Where are you, Cedric? He's got that sprained ankle. Yeah. He he wasn't medically cleared. That's what we call it, right?
2: I tell you, man, you get them before show splinters, man. You can't do it. Like you... Mm-hmm. He pulled a viddy.
1: Thoughts on Apollo Cruz versus Bobby Lashley?
2: Uh, I mean, truthfully, I did not expect Cruz to win this match as much as I like him. I think they I think they went as far as they were going to go when it came to like, oh, Apollo Crews is an incredible champion. And it's just like, OK, now he's jobbing to Lashley. I mean, Cruz did a lot of the stuff you expect him to do. I do like the fact that he was able to military press Bobby Lashley, which is like 275 pounds almost. That's a big boy but he didn't quite hold it but he was still able to pull that off but it was um it was kind of what i expected from this match
1: yeah you know what for me it's kind of like i i hate to say it, but this this feud and their matches do like nothing for me like i kind of feel like nothing Not do right. stands out it's just they just look like these two guys just frolicking in the fucking ring, honestly, doing your <laughs> generic bumps and and spots. Like nothing really that I care too much about. It's not that they're not having a match, but it's just it couldn't be more of a generic match. You know? And like, it
2: just seems more like hey yeah, and hey we go playing aka Ashley. Uh with this feud, it just seems more of like, Hey, you made our friend turn on us. We're all mad now, me. And then it's just like everybody else shows up and just Shut the fuck up, like. yeah.
1: Which 75% of you saw Bobby Lashley retrain, retaining with 25% for Apollo Crews. And Apollo winds up tapping to that hurt lock. And it's funny how this guy has to pat his own bald head to get out of the submission. That bolt. was fucking funny. You know.
2: Yeah, like, we're doing pretty good, actually. You know, just covering the shenanigans.
1: Yeah. So congratulations to the 75% of you that didn't go for the head tapper. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say, man?
2: That's what we need to rename that move the head tap.
1: Raw tag team title matches up next with the Street Profits Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford defending their championship against Andrade and Angel Garza. With 71% of you seeing the Street Profits retaining, with 29% of you seeing andrada and Angel getting these titles to the finish being, uh, well, this is a little bit unusual, to be honest. We can't just say what the finish is here. Essentially, at first, it looked like the ref had botched the call because, uh, we have, uh, who was it that kicked out? Uh, Montez Ford kicks out or, or he has him in a the hole. Then, uh, there's like a basically just like what happened with Mickey James where it's supposed to be a three count and a kick. Yeah, out, it was actually, um,
2: two. Dawkins hit what they I can't even remember what they call that movie. It just randomly got a name. He hit it on, uh, Andrade and, that actually was more of a botch on Andrade because he wasn't supposed to kick out because they rushed to the finish because um, Garza actually got hurt.
1: Maybe the message hadn't gotten conveyed to Garza. Usually, when there's an injury in the ring, the, the ref and yeah, everyone like maybe else is Andrade trying to, hadn't heard it or something. Yeah, they were trying to get the message to everyone who's positioned. It's possible that Andrade didn't hear the message or get the message. So at that point, he didn't know. And obviously, you know what? Angelo Dawkins also didn't get the message. But not to criticize the guy or anything. I feel like sometimes I bring up, like I bring up things that this guy does. Like if I'm picking on his his stuff, but it's just like when you're in a match like that, and uh, something like that happens, and you're trying to win the match, you still have to keep selling it. And the problem here is that although something happened that was beyond his uh, knowledge at the time. You have to go with the fact that you won the title. There, you defended the title. The bell rang. Your music hit, and you don't want the other guy, that you were just facing, to uh to freak in. You know, you don't want you don't want him to take your title. So you're celebrating. The problem he did was he looked around after winning and went. He kind of did like what the fuck. Like he looked around like what? Like pissed off. You know, in the character of who you are, you'd be happy that you won. You went for a cover. Remember. That's why you went for the cover. You were hoping for yeah, a three count. Yeah. And you did hit your finisher. You were hoping for a three count. So what looks weird to people who may not necessarily understand what's going on isn't so much the finish. But it's the fact that you hit your finisher and then went, what? I won? This is bullshit. You know, so that's not a good <laughs> idea. The fuck? And a good comparison would be... Uh, Remember that tournament? I don't remember they do so many women's tournaments. The one where Rhea Ripley fought, uh was it was it Dakota Kai?
2: Tegan,
1: no- no, Tegan, Tegan Knox Tegan I'm sorry, Knox. Tegan Knox. Remember that? And uh yeah. she she wound up hurting her leg.
2: Yeah. And uh, R- was that uh, Rhea kept selling just like huh?
1: she kinda of acted like someone who and can you imagine? She had no idea. It's a tournament too. You know, she's not even signed to the company. She had no idea and just kinda of went with it. You, you know, you have to. What are you gonna do? You know, or what about when uh, I guess
2: he fucked up? All right, see you next round. (laughs) What about when Eve
1: Torres (laughs) accidentally eliminated herself? Remember that? You know, it was like a battle royal and she eliminated herself. I forgot what girl it was that wound up taking her spot that wasn't supposed to. I think it was Caitlyn. I have been. You know, that was, was, she was supposed to get eliminated, but, but Eve Torres accidentally knocked herself out of the thing. It's crazy. You know, it was some shit. But yeah, this was a situation here where, uh, Unfortunately, from what we're hearing now, Angel Garza had a legitimate injury, according to PW Insider. And,
2: uh. It came, uh, off of that knee strike.
1: Yeah. They said that it came when he connected the knee to Montez Ford. So he was actually hurt, and this is the actual reason why they stopped the match. Some of you guys said you saw them throw up an X. We definitely saw medical at ringside during this. So, uh. But again, you know, they could have gotten away with some of this not looking the way that it did if it wasn't for that sell there. You know, sometimes you gotta just go with it. Yeah. Besides that, up until that negative point, what did you think of what was going on here as far as the match goes?
2: This is a really good match. This is, um, I, I, I as much as sometimes the feud, I don't know where it's going some days, I do enjoy the matches between these guys. They're all over the place. That Spanish fly that Garza hit forward with was crazy looking
1: yeah he's really solid at that that's what we're looking at right here it's a spine buster he's down you know there's some really cool stuff here uh these guys have nice chemistry and you know what i don't mind them maybe the plan was never to split them up maybe there's a point where it just was for them to fight to the point where Zelina gets frustrated and leaves even though they they could have come up with a better way
2: maybe that was the breakup that was coming not necessarily the tag team itself yeah because this is now the first time in a long time, Andrade has not had Zelina by his side. That, that was, was a close call with that Spanish
1: fly, though. Look at how close his head oh. was, he practically like shit, man. It looked good because it was dangerous, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was that was scary.
1: Yeah, extremely scary.
2: That's a lot of faith in the man, right there.
1: Do you think that feud ends now, or do you see any other opponents for these guys?
2: Um, it. I think it depends on Garza's condition. Because if, if he's, like, going to be out, they have to end it at this point. Maybe start it back up at somewhere down the line. But, oh, I kind of feel like that his his injury had to have changed something. So I kind of want to see. I think Garza's condition is going to determine a few different things with this one.
1: Yeah. And that makes it kind of crappy because they now that might lead to the breakup that they never intended to give these guys. You know? Yeah. Uh, if that's the case, we already know they're not going to push Andrade by himself, right? Sahuasu, what's up? There is no such thing as pushing Andrade by himself. What's up, Marceline? There is no such thing whatsoever. They've tried multiple <laughs> nah. times. There was a point where they had no other Spanish guys, and they were desperate to have a Spanish guy, and he was the one that came along, and they were just like, "Fuck it, he's Eddie." And uh, it and then obviously they,
2: then they found Angel Garza, and I was like, "Oh no, that's Eddie."
1: Yeah, and neither of them are. But, uh, you know, this guy has definitely has more charisma and it's always the one that they want to, you know, that has the charisma that they need. That's not the one that's going to be the handicap and assuming maybe they were going to have some sort of an argument or a feud. Like now, if there is a serious thing, we'll never know. Have you seen any updates on what his injury um, might be?
2: Not recently. So far, the only one I actually was seeing was that the one that confirmed that he was legit hurt. But yeah. something something should pop up before tomorrow
1: before tomorrow night. They are getting shitty, uh, they're getting shitty backlash, right? Like, when it comes to the, the, the finishes, like, it's almost like some things that aren't even within their control are happening to them. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's pretty, that's pretty crappy. Because this time I was thinking that you guys gotta just clean the refs. Like if we keep getting refs in confusion, then we pe- keep thinking people are injured and they're not actually injured. And even though it's supposed to be safety, it would, it would even be more disappointing if this is just like a stinger or some weird thing, you know, like just, I don't know what the term would be for what he has or just, just something that's not serious. Like he can just shake it I off. like
2: a, a really bad tweak.
1: Yeah, something like that. So exactly. That's what I was. That's the word I was thinking. Like a tweak, something where it's the same, but he'll be fine tomorrow. Like that would suck of all times, where there's short two matches because people are are off, not medically clear, quote unquote, already. You know, and then you that know, that happens. would not be good. No, that would not be good at all.
2: I mean, they and, already lost one half of one tag team with Ivar gone. So
1: yeah, they're losing tag teams left and right when they're not splitting them up. <laughs> so. Next, we have a SmackDown women's title match, which was supposed to be Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Which, by the way, had it remained Bailey versus Nikki Cross, uh, you guys felt 88% of you, that's why I have to bring it up. It's a compelling 88% of you that thought Nikki Cross was going to be winning this title tonight. It might be because of what we said on our post show, where we talked about the possibility of that being an instrument used in the feud between her and alexa wyatt but
2: especially obviously elevated by the fact that bailey's been champion what i think i said 416 days has been
1: right and the importance is that bailey and sasha's feud doesn't need a title for it to be an yeah. important part of what's happening in the company right now to the point where Maybe. neither one of them since it started have brought up the title
2: not a single time
1: not one time they brought up their whole history and their past and everything that they've been through and gone through and are going through and not one time did either of them talk about the title which means at this point when you see that happen in a feud that means it doesn't even need to be there she could have cost her the title which is what i thought they were going to do and we'll never know now but she could have cost her the title and she'd be pissed because of that but that's just to basically hand the title off and now they're going to fight for for hatred (laughs) you know which is essentially what's going to happen anyway and then i kind of felt like with cross having the title and her ties to bliss i would have made like a more compelling story
2: it would have taken an unnecessary element out of one feud and then added that to enhance another one mm-hmm. i mean shoot the only time we've heard the championship even being mentioned since bailey turned was cole mentioned on commentary that's it <laughs>
1: so all i was thinking of myself when bailey came out because obviously they're trying to fill time now they don't have the matches they're supposed to have all i'm thinking when bailey came Chip, out you know the, what the open.
0: you just made the list oh no oh uh, here we go
1: <laughs> thank you for the like on facebook donald's uh subtles so yeah i kind of lost my train of thought there
2: okay yeah, you were thinking um, um, when bailey was cutting the promo
1: right all i kept thinking to myself was uh Please don't be Dana Brooke. Please don't be Dana Brooke. Please don't be Dana Because <laughs> I kinda of feel like whenever they need to fill a gap, Dana Brooke suddenly has a shot and she's all enthusiastic about it. like I'm gonna go out there and do this it. And somebody moment. beats the utter fuck out of her. You know, like that's always the thing. <laughs> this is an opportunity for me and I'm gonna show everybody out there. <laughs> you know and she flexes they her muscles her so and bad. shit.
2: She looks like her model in two K
1: eighteen. And she gets the she always gets the Smash Brothers finished. Ah Ding! <sighs> <sighs> <Whittle. laughs> <You know? laughs> So it's like, I was thinking, I can't bear to watch, like, whatever's gonna happen here, <laughs> especially with as brutal as Bailey is. Can you imagine? Like, you know, you know she The bad part about it is that would have
2: been the match where she beat her
1: with the Bailey to Bailey.
2: Because, you know, yeah. she hasn't beat people with that move anymore.
1: I think she would have killed her. She would have came up there and she would have had that same thing. I'm gonna take you on, Bailey. And she would have been like, oh, Yeah, you're gonna take me on. She would have been fucking her up, beating <laughs> you know. her legs with the chair and fucking up her knees and stuff. She would have been crawling out of there.
2: And we don't see Dana broke for another two fucking years.
1: So. They did not give us Dana Brooke, but they did give us this.
0: Bailey goes right after Oscar. The bell rings and we're underway. And Oscar with an opportunity to become a double champion here tonight.
1: So Oscar's doing double duty here, as you can see. What are your thoughts of the fact that they decided? I mean, I guess this was clearly very last minute. I guess it was all hands on deck and there probably wasn't another girl around as as the only thing that I could possibly think of would be the reason why this would be something that happens.
2: So... The thing that bothered me was like they're not throwing another belt on Oscar, so I was just like, okay. So literally, my my instinct, my instinct went, okay. So how's she getting DQ'd?
1: Yeah, because like they want to keep so, them
2: both. Is like just gonna show up and just start battering her? Is she gonna do something? Because there's no way that Oscar's getting a second belt with no build.
1: Yeah, because they want to keep them both protected. You know, that was the whole point of everything. Let's keep these guys nice and protected, and uh, you know, have them have just fill some time here which is essentially what they did. And they already know how to work with each other. And Asuka's so good that she can have a match on the fly without any preparation for it and just generally know. And it's not like the two of them haven't faced each other before. You know, they know each other from uh, the way back. So
2: even back in NXT. So, yeah, they could they could if there was any two people who could have a match on literally minutes notice, that's a pair that can do it.
1: Yeah. So
2: uh, I mean, it was brief, but they did good.
1: Yeah, it was a good time filler and no and this the chaos
2: this, ended with a a chair shot to the stomach of oscar which got bailey dq'd but then sasha shows up
1: yeah and uh i mentioned this in the chat room before it had even happened because we knew that that the that's where this was going. I think the reason why they did this was because it didn't matter who Bailey's opponent was. They just needed someone to move along the inevitable Sasha interference storyline. And I said that yeah. before Sasha interfered, just knowing that it was going to happen. Uh And I also mentioned that it's just too bad that this would have been, like, a good path for both angles to briefly cross. And instead, uh, you know, it would have been something that made it look better. And instead, like, we just kind of had to do something completely unrelated. And like you mentioned, Sasha shows up here. And we've talked about this many times on the show before, but she's the best at attacking people from behind and winding up the one being beat up because she had, she comes <laughs> well, from behind with a well, chair she recovers this killed. time. She recovers this time. She, she with the kendo stick, she recovers, but it's just funny. She comes from the attack from behind. And we joked about this. Think about how many months ago we talked about how they would get the full advantage and then they always wind up with their ass kicking. She came full advantage with the chair, wielding it around like a badass. And within seconds, like Bailey was about to kill her again. And she just <laughs> barely got away with the candle set. She really has to I get this she, ambush thing she, years later, she, you know?
2: I think she tried to saboo her with that chair.
1: Yeah, she's definitely not someone you'd want to have play Metal Gear or Splinter Cell on the stream. You know?
2: You can't have her do a stealth mission on Far Cry. She'll barely make it out.
1: <laughs> All her ambushes always failed. <laughs>
2: they never she never gets the outpost clean she's that kind of person to where she always misses that one alarm and then has to figure out how to deal with the reinforcements
1: we want to get that little we need to get that drop for little the threat th- for metal gear whenever oh whenever sasha goes for an ambush
2: we can find it it's not hard to find
1: yeah so but uh during this little ending thing sasha very realistically threw a chair at Bailey, who's leaving. Like, she threw that thing like she was trying to take her whole skull off. And it partially you know hit her. Thing is,
2: I, I say she sabooed it. But even saboot looks safer than that.
1: That thing, like... There I was I, no I,
2: angle, no plan, nothing. It was just
1: hurl. She threw it like if you would throw a chair you were planning on killing someone with. You know, so... I thought that was very impressive. She, use of attempted murder. That chair was pay-per-view. thrown
2: with no pre-planned... Angle of what part of that shit was gonna hit her first.
1: Yeah, she was on her way out of there. Good thing she made it. And she looked all beat up on her side too from that kendo. Those kendos suck, right? Oh my
2: god. I've always heard what makes it suck so bad, it's not even just the fact of getting hit with them. It's that since they're they're sheath of bamboo loosely um tied together. When you hit it, it folds. And what it is, it's the snap back because it pinches the shit out of you. That's what I'm telling you. once somebody get hit with a kendo stick in slow motion. You can see it happen. It's fucking awful.
1: Yes, yeah, so it basically bites you.
2: Chip, you yeah, know what? You, pre- yeah, pre- you just made the list. Oh no! Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> right. Thank you. Al- yeah, Elian. thank you. Uh, you made the list on Facebook. You made the list, sir. I can't even deny Jesus. But yeah, like it. it pretty much, it, it's like getting bit, and that's mm-hmm. what makes it suck so bad. <laughs> Yeah, so and, and that's why well that's why when you see something break it's because it got hit so hard it didn't even
1: snap back. Mm-hmm. It just, <clears throat> so we're going to see what happens with them and Asuka manages to live another day with her titles.
0: Asuka, why did you accept the challenge from Bailey after your victory over Zelina Vega? Bailey likes talk too much. <laughs> I
2: like to fight too (laughs) much.
0: Final (laughs)
2: flash! Bailey didn't have an opponent. Me. And
0: what was your reaction to Zelina Vega?
2: Not smart. (laughs) (laughs) Is that that going to be her new thing now? After every sentence. (laughs) 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 If it is, keep it. was still (laughs)
1: Yeah, so she can come out and kick that uh, that makes her look better though, even though this was an unfortunate situation. It just kinda shows that she can come out and kick anybody's ass.
2: Right. Open challenge if you did like at that point that's dangerous to know somebody could have a full blown championship match and you o and you put on an open challenge and she might accept.
1: That Should make people more reluctant just knowing that Oscar will come out there and take your title. Don't just come out I there and say whoever's it. in the back, check who's in the back first. That's what I would do.
2: Right, is Oscar there? Is she ready? Did she leave? Okay, cool. Over now, over channels. Oops.
1: That's something that The Miz would do, you know, go you know, whoever's in the back <laughs> after he checked Actually the whole in back. The back to not
2: left in the back.
1: Oh boy. All right, what well, do we have next on this thing here? We had now we had the WWE title ambulance match. Bring ambulances.
2: Bring the ambulance.
1: Okay, well, 75% of you thought Randy Orton would be bringing this in because you really want him versus Edge, and 25% of you thought it would be Drew Mack.
2: 75% of y'all trust booking to WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, McIntyre punts Orton off of the steps of this ambulance. They have like a little step stool for you to go up, and then he winds up closing the door. And Ric Flair winds up driving Randy Orton away. He pulls a where to, Stephanie, but except it's with an ambulance and Randy Orton <laughs> unconscious.
2: And that, even before that, freaking Shawn Michaels super kicked him on top of the, of the ambulance and pushed him off into whatever he fell
1: into. Oh, that was Fresh Shawn Michaels? Into... Okay. Yeah. I thought that was just some regular dude. I was like, oh, there's some regular dude. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there. man,
2: that post, for ta- that post. Saudi comeback match life is rough I know
1: I just saw some regular man up there I was like look at that just some regular was that who's that just some random guy is he cleaning the building I don't know what the hell is going on look at this guy
0: the viper is stalking I'd, I'd hate to know what Randy Orton is thinking at this moment what? What else Randy Orton might have in store for Drew McIntyre? Whoa,
1: a look at that regular John, man up John there!
0: Michael Michaels, in the music. Shawn uh-huh. Michaels just launched Randy Orton off the top of.
1: Yo, could he look more regular, man? Like, holy <laughs> <Right>. crap! I <laughs> get it. You're retired, the but is, holy
2: in the soccer game!
1: This is, you know, he started to look like this so much that that's going to pretty much become his graphic in games and stuff going forward. Like I, Peter can't, was, I can't wait till fucking two K twenty one where this
2: Shawn Michaels shows up. That's
1: gonna be what the show You're
2: gonna yeah, get say, you can all. Say You ever notice they only ever put like the the or the, the farthest they go now is two thousand five Shawn Michaels.
1: You know what I want him to do? I want him to, to butt hurt a lot of gaming fans. I want this to be the Shawn Michaels in the next game and no alternate attires.
2: Yes get to be any <laughs> Shawn Michaels only- but
1: this. <laughs> You want to relive the matches of WrestleMania, you relive them like this. This is the Shawn Michaels that'll <laughs> be there when you do Bretton. This
2: Shawn Michaels Razor at WrestleMania
1: 10. You get this Shawn Michaels.
2: Michael, the boyhood dream has come true.
1: <laughs> and he's flexing vault at it. Yeah, that's what it's want to be. That's the only Shawn Michaels you get. Everyone oh, has to be God. up to date. That's what they did with the Tony Hawk games, by the way. Like, all of the, all of the skaters are, like, the way they are now, even though it's the old games. So it's like you got these old-looking skaters. So you should just have that where you relive the moment. They'll save money, too. Look at it that way. They might do it just because they save money. We only put one Shawn Michaels because it was cheap. So we put the most current one. But Saudi Shawn Michaels. God. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, there you go. Shawn Michaels makes a cameo. This was a Legends cameo because Drew McIntyre literally needed the entire roster to save him. It was,
2: just, it was literally everybody. It was like Gordon's past came back to haunt him because Big Show came out first. Choked Sam to the table. Christian came out first threw him across the table freaking like we said that random dude super kicked him and then his flare drove him in the ambulance
1: mm-hmm. and uh like i was jokingly telling you in the in the chat room to me a match like this has way more suspense for both wrestlers involved because like we know that wwe isn't paying for that ambulance ride so uh the, the, <laughs> the way ring of honor has the fight without honor matches this should be called the fight without insurance match because pretty much once you get put in that ambulance, you're screwed. You have to pay for that ride out of pocket, and, and ambulance rides are a bitch. You know, like, this is the main reason why I think Drew McIntyre last time drove himself back. Because it's like, it's bad right. enough he had to get the one-way trip. You know? So, you go for that uninsured ride, that's essentially what's going to wind up happening to you. And uh they had a backstage brawl during this also, between all of the different cameos of people coming out, like Big Show and everyone else, like you mentioned, Christian also. Uh, during this backstage brawl, winds up, uh, throwing Orton into catering. And, uh, when he throws him into catering, I I don't forget, I don't know who's out there in commentary. I think it might have been Byron, but, uh, he says, this is the benefit of no disqualification. And there was a pause that I felt like he wanted to say that this was the benefit of flash photography, right? When Christian came out and it was like the timing was there too. But, uh, I don't know. Maybe it was a tease to that, but I just found that like really funny. Christian showing up, you know, to get his revenge as well. And I know it might be too soon with this kind of a joke, and it might be too tongue-in-cheek in a way, but I thought that during the backstage brawler was a missed opportunity. It would have been cool, like, if uh he would have taken, like, a whole bunch of, like, Q-tips and stuffed it in the other guy's mouth and been like, let's get you tested. And now you have, like, a guy, like, what mouth, oh. you, you super kick, super kick <laughs> the fucking <laughs> toothpicks out of his mouth. Like, you know the way you would do with the tax? You just punch the tax out of him pff, with these, like, he spits up Q-tips. <laughs> let's get you tested but they won't because they won't even acknowledge that there's testing to be done but what a great Holy spot that would have been to stuff somebody with fucking q-tips
2: oh my god
1: you know these are missed opportunities you work with what you got but they're not gonna do it
2: nah, nah. anyway and, and, and coolly, it was cancelled until they could actually make it again come on now
1: McIntyre takes a nasty nasty bump on the windshield oh. of the ambulance this is legit glass I'm and guessing slid because slid off it's, it too yeah, because he uh, he took like a bad back bump there. You know?
2: that man backed
1: up. That to me, that and the and the cutter, the RKO on the bare floor, that's not even smart when you really think about it. An RKO on the bare floor. But the uh that ambulance back bump that he took, it really did him in, you know. I don't know what At the At least hell you they could see like with, with
2: the RKO, you could see Drew adjust
1: to make the pain less. And it still looked like it sucked.
2: Yeah. <laughs> He looked like he did as much as he could with that move to make it suck as little as possible, which was not much.
1: Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So Drew here, let's see what condition homie, in.
2: Drew, congratulations on retaining the WWE championship. It was a brutal ambulance match out there. How do you feel?
1: Yeah,
0: let's take a tour of my body right now. I don't know how it looks back there. Kind of stings a little. I went through a windshield. I don't quite know how my back looks right now. My elbow feels funky. But up here, I feel great. I have a big smile here. And you know what? I didn't go to the hospital.
2: And Randy Orton did. So it's a great
0: night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love how when he said his elbow feels funny, I instantly thought i thought bitch from America, Dad. My elbow feels funny. My elbow feels strange.
1: <laughs> god, <man. laughs>
2: oh god. But yeah, this was uh this this wasn't the most brutal aimless match I've ever seen, but it was it was
1: pretty good. Yeah, but now what happens? Where does Drew is Drew McIntyre keeping the title long term or, or uh, what is
2: exactly it? Now. Yeah, we you, so, you know what? Next.
0: You just made the list! Oh no! Oh here we go.
2: <laughs> Ali Ahmed uh, just made the list on Facebook. Appreciate you.
1: Thank you, sir. It's always the pay-per-views that, uh, that kind of stuff that become busy, yeah. you know, more or less.
2: When we rack them up.
1: hmm All right. Let's see what else we got going on here. Is that, well, now we're pretty much up to the Universal title match?
2: Yep. Main event over the evening.
1: It felt longer. Well, I mean, I guess they, they tried to make it feel longer.
2: So, some of the matches were a little bit longer, so...
1: Yeah, pretty much. So this was Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman defending his title against Jay Uso. Seventy-six percent of you thought Roman Reigns would retain. Twenty-four percent of you, funny guys, thought that it would be Jay. And that being said, it was really great. I'm about to
2: tell y'all these troll votes are right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jay goes for the superfly splash, and Roman winds up crotching him. Upon kicking out, which I don't think I've ever seen Something like that before, he that kicks out with his arm He winds up crotching him, then he spears him And then comes the torture, because he pretty much Pulls a, pulls a freaking uh, off. he's like, you're gonna call me the Tribal chief, who's the chief You know, and he uh, This is, uh, you, he fucks him up with A few spears, you know, the bare chested Tribal chief, by the way
2: Yeah, because uh, he had, I had heard Earlier in the week, he was going To be breaking out a new look So But (laughs) he beat the shit out of James. Yeah, because after a while, it stopped being spears and like uppercuts. And it was literally like he was throwing those kind of elbows where he put your hand on his jaw and then he just slides into him. I think they call him shivers. And he was Mm -hmm. hitting him like directly on the jawline and then he turned him over and just started hitting him back on the head shots like he this was like this was that big brother ass whooping. Because he was talking shit the whole time.
1: This was that really big brother ass whipping, though. You he know, just... this was this was a nice hard hitting match. Uh I like that part where he goes out to the announce table and like he kind of looks at commentary and he kind of tells him, "I'm not gonna announce table him. He's my family." You know, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be about. Like he, he literally. Him, you know what? Like I'm not gonna. You just that.
0: made the list. <laughs> oh no! Oh, here we go. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Ghulam, for the follow. Thank you very much, sir yeah much appreciate. but yeah Roman is cool like this right
2: I like it I like the it, every one of the shots he threw had malice behind them like everything he was even from like the uppercuts everything it looked different and it looked like there was more of a rage behind them than before
1: yeah it really did so
2: Like it, it felt like one of those things where it's like it felt like every shot he was going for the kill shot
1: and he's so much better with promos. He did a cool promo on SmackDown. I know we don't want to really talk about SmackDowns after a pay-per-view, but uh, he did a promo against Jay on there, and it's like all of his promos come off better too, you know?
2: yeah. I There's think some... you have a heel turn. The, the full-blown heel turn is what he needed.
1: Yeah, it worked for him. And we've been saying, think about how many years we've been saying, like, turn him heel, and that's how you get him to develop his character, and then, like, eventually he'll get over with the crowd, and then, you know, you flip him back or whatever. And now it's like, look at how it fit, like, a glove with this guy. You know, Absolutely.
2: It was, I mean the new look changes up as well. I've heard talks, his music might
1: be changing as well. Yeah, which would be cool. And for anyone who doesn't know what the finish was, I think we might have just kind of glossed over it.
0: Final flash
1: Thank you for the like, sir. It um, wasn't a final flash, but no um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, at one,
1: <laughs> at yeah, one
2: point the... Jimmy shows up for the first time. I think we haven't seen Jimmy in
1: months. Yeah, and Jimmy's so um, begging Roman, right?
2: Yeah, he, he was actually he was Begging a combination of Jay and Roman because Jay kept telling him, like, no, I got this, don't stop it, because he was gonna throw in the towel. And like when, when he's doing this, keep in mind, Jay looks out of it. He looks like the lights are he looks like one light is flickering and nobody's home. But yeah, he um eventually after he just starts throwing right after right after right, Jay Jimmy just throws a towel in and pretty much tries to save him. But even after he throws the towel in, Roman's still going until he eventually has to push him off him. And what he was, he'd been trying to get Jay to do. What he finally got Jimmy to do was basically say, Are you the chief? And you basically, you, you're, you're at the head of the table.
1: Yeah. And which Jimmy pretty much submits. myself, you want. You're the chief. You're the chief, dog. Just stop. <laughs> now
2: leave him alone. He was just like, just oh. leave him alone.
1: I wish he would have done, I got more heat and like done something to Jimmy, too. <laughs> right. Just give Jimmy look, a shot. <laughs> just leave both brothers laid out, you know? do that dramatic shower once trying to crawl to the other and reach for his hand and shit and then just close the credits the copyright right there
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <You
2: know? laughs> why not he gave right west, he, he give him one of those west side stories come I, don't and if, get me
1: I couldn't tell you if this heel turn is getting the desired effect because one the fans are freaking screens uh, and two it's, it's definitely not working with me because I really like him now like this is awesome <laughs> right. you know like i like if you we were supposed to hate him like that's definitely the opposite effect that's fantastic they even that's gave him the, the the thing they do, do, do you catch that at the end what, what the hell is that thing that they wear around their their necks
2: oh yeah um the the lays
1: yeah he even took his his, his cousin's lay at the end he, an, he which anointed, i feel like he anointed himself with his, with his cousin's lay
2: i feel like this will this whole tribal chief thing that might become part of his entrance
1: attire. You you went in there You went in there To get his title And he left with your lay
2: yeah, bitch. You
1: know And his title He was double anointed Thanks to him Yeah they should make that his thing He should come out I hope they don't Overdo it like with Rollins though Where like he becomes More and more tribal Oh you know <sighs> You know, like, I don't want to go from here. And then, like, you know, one month from now, we're talking about how it's all. And it's like, you know, that's the wrong culture. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't need him to be coming out. (laughs) I don't
0: need
1: to be coming out with, like, all kinds of fucking tribal stuff. Just keep it this tribal. Not too much.
2: Give give him something pretty badass. Like.
1: Yeah. Just call him the tribal chief. I know how they, they like to take shit like that. Literally. Exactly. You know, to their to their freaking demise. And, really. and,
2: and on top of that, having, having them have Samoa Joe's old TNA theme, that would involve them having to pay TNA and they don't like spending their money as it is, so.
1: hmm Pretty much.
2: They can't furlough TNA's music, so okay.
1: Yeah. By the way, there's a Sami Zayn posting. Did we play a Sami Zayn one? We didn't, right?
2: Yeah, out. he had both championships.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, so we really did the Sami Zayn one. I guess they just put it up on their other social media because they scrolled past me. I wanted to make sure we didn't mess it. Overall thoughts, though, on the show?
2: Um, I was surprised to only see one championship change hands with these, with these, uh, all the titles are on the line events. I usually see, I usually think I see more. The two matches basically getting canceled. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to do them again when everybody's sprained ankles heals up, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens with those two, because I wonder if they're going to still go with their desired, uh, results that we're going to go to because then we can finally figure out where, there's, where those things are going to go it was unfortunate what happened with garza i do hope he's going to be okay or at least be back on his feet soon
1: yeah like how many because, people are we going to lose into to injury yeah. and tag team suddenly i'm getting people carted out by the bunches
2: like <laughs> it's oh it's scary but yeah i'm hoping I'm hoping it's what we didn't want it to be, which is just be something like a sprained ankle. I mean, like a, like a tweak knee or something like that. Just something not major. But if it is, I do hope he's not gone for long. The Bailey versus Sasha thing, obviously, that's going to kick into high gear soon. I don't know if they're still going to have, I would assume they're still, when when Nikki's back, they're going to have their match and then probably get the title off, probably get the title away from that feud to give it to the feud that would need it. And I mean, with McIntyre, I'm not sure where he's going to go. Because I mean, he's only had a handful of challenges since he'd been champion. The only reason I didn't want the Orton thing is because I don't trust them with booking that long term. But I mean, then it's also a matter of how long Orton's going to be gone because people don't just show up the next week off ambulance matches. So there's a couple of, there's a few different things that where I want to see where they go.
1: But did anything really happen in that ambulance match that would warrant him being gone? He got punted, but he punted this dude like three times.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, they've they they,
1: they, they they've devalued his punt. Now they sell the punt when they want to and it's convenient, and otherwise they don't sell exactly. the punt at all.
2: Cause, I mean, he got Claymore right before that, and then he got beaten to hell by everybody else he already punted. So, Orton took, Orton took a better ass kick on that one. So. Yeah.
1: Well, at least finally, you know, because he normally doesn't. You know, it's normally doomed. Yeah. So, I guess on one hand, it's good that it wasn't predictable. Maybe they're scared to put the title because of that on him. It's just like it's the normal thing that they would do.
2: Yeah they're actually taking the effort to try something other than the norm so
1: yeah alright well overall I thought it was interesting you know I I have a mixed feeling on the pay-per-view there was one big announcement that did come out of the pay-per-view and that is about the two night draft which they showed the only
0: constant
1: is change
0: for the first pick of the WWE draft a two night event raw versus smackdown a constant battle for brand supremacy the entire landscape of wwe changes let's get the draft underway the future is on the clock the 2020 wwe draft begins on friday night smackdown october 9th on fox continues on monday night raw october
1: 12th on usa network so pretty much in a week so get ready. Yeah, yeah
2: October 9th. Uh, it's basically, yeah, uh, not this Friday, but next Friday.
1: So you're going to be getting your last Raw SmackDown coming up with the current rosters before they do whatever the hell they're going to do. Yeah. All right. Well, there'll be something to talk about in regards to that tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, that being said, thank you to everyone that hung out with us. Throughout the evening, in the chat room during the pay per view, and of course afterwards for our post show, uh, Stasis Dreams, Willie V Two, EB Gamer, Six Slayer, Cooler Ice, Mean Him, Bristol Rich, Only One Jelly, Idolara, Night Owl Nine Thousand, Regan McMaster, Dion, T- Dion Tetrel Zero, King Quest Seven Seven Zero, Saku hustle uh, weekly, nightly, aka okay, Ashley, Pixie Star. Also, thank you for the host you and Cooler as well. And also, all of you listening on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, tune in, of course, over at talkbrunch.com, live on twitch.tv slash talkbrunch, as well as facebook.com slash talkbrunch. Don't forget, you can go to both those places for the video replays. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Talk Brunch Live, episode 410. This has been your Clash of Champions 2020 Gold Rush Post Show, hosted by yours truly Rick Diary K Captain Brunch from myself and Destin Soglow frazier We're out of here. Listen, listen. You're
2: Shut it down.